Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of the Rich Man Podcast. Before we get into today's topic, we have some exciting news. If you have not seen it yet on uh, my Instagram and the Rich Man Podcast Instagram, we have a merch dropping and we're launching our merch drop with an epic giveaway. So if you head over to the Rich Man Podcast Instagram page, you'll see the post that has giveaway. It's really easy to enter. And we're going to give away some really nice Mom, I Am a Rich Man shirts and crew necks. And I'm very, very excited. If you have not seen that yet, I will put the link in the description box. That way you can head on over to Instagram and enter to win some awesome and epic merchandise. Very exciting. So that is one piece that I want to share with you before we get into today's topic. So sales and pricing, pricing and sales, all of it goes hand in hand together. I know many times it's, it's, we think it's a sales issue. We think it's a, just a pricing issue. And many times I find if we have, if we have issues with one, we have issues with both. Typically that's how that works because when we find things hard to sell, it, it typically goes back to, well, one, the strategy in which you were selling, the energetics behind how you are selling. And then from there, it is the pricing behind the offer itself, because I find that the pricing affects you energetically and how you are showing up and how you are selling it, which we're going to talk about. And I also find that the pricing also affects how the offer is positioned in your Ascension model, in your product suite. We're going to start out with the first one. So there's three total pricing mistakes that I typically find, and you will know which one is for you, and I will give you some advice on how to fix it. The first mistake that I see is that we are pricing ourselves too low, and we are afraid of bumping our pricing up. And how we know if our pricing is too low is if, one, we're not excited to show up for the offer, uh, if we feel exhausted executing the offer, if we feel like we are giving so-so of our energy, like we're not showing up 100% in this container, we're giving about 25%. Um, if you desire to raise your rates, but you have a fear that people won't be able to afford it or that people in your audience aren't ready to pay that premium price, uh, or you believe that you have to do more in order to make more. How we know, so energetically you will find that if you are not excited to show up for your offer, if you find yourself, again, not very enthusiastic and you are, the only reason, let's say, you're not raising your rate is because you feel like, one, you haven't been doing it long enough, or two, your audience can't pay for it, or three, who are you to charge that? The list goes on and on. What I want you to consider thinking about is when we price ourselves too low, we're actually doing everyone who's involved a disservice. And hear me when I say this. If you are exhausted AF to show up in your container, if you are no longer 100% you in your container and they're only getting 25% of your energy because you are maxed the F out, they're losing. 
they're not able to get 100% of you. So they're only getting a 25% version of you. You're tired. Like I want you to think about that. When you think about, um, I'm going to use this example because I used to think about this all the time when I was a babysitter. When I, I used to babysit my neighbor's um, kid all the time. And one thing they said to me when I first got there was we, th- one of the things and why they hired me was they wanted someone who was very attentive with their child. And they, so when they never wanted me to, I only worked like after school and never on the weekends because they wanted me to have time off. That way I can come back to the week, like rejuvenated and like excited to, to hang out with their kid. But imagine being with someone who's only giving you 25% of their energy. Like you have someone watching your kid who is like, like, yes, you're paying them, of course. But it's like, because they have like, let's say a multiple clients and they are stretched thin because they're pricing themselves too low. Would you want someone watching your children who's just like not fully there, not fully present with your children? Like you want them to be there with your kids, right? And I I always think about that when I think about my, my containers and my pricing is what price point feels good to show up in? What price point allows me to show up as 110% of myself and not just like a watered down 25% of me? We have this belief that pricing has to be a certain in a certain range and that raising our rates, people can't afford it. I'll hear all the time, like I'll get I'll get a client who will say to me, well, Melanie, I, I've wanted to raise my prices before, but but people now are saying my prices are too expensive. Like even my, my pricing, let's say is $500 and people are saying even that's too expensive. How the heck can I charge $2,000 for this if people are, are already saying it's too expensive? When it comes to pricing, it's all relative. And I'll say this a million times. You've heard me say this a million times in this podcast, but it's all relative. What's expensive to me might not be expensive to you and vice versa. And we really need to understand that it's not just about the relativity of pricing and, and and what is affordable and what's not affordable for some people, but it's truly what is what is the energy within the container. Like to me, and and I have this conversation with a lot of my colleagues, is I would rather pay more for, let's say, a contractor because I want to be one of very few clients of theirs versus one of many clients. So I will literally not hire people if their pricing is too low because I know, I know that they're working with multiple clients and I don't want that. I don't want scattered energy. I want someone, I, I'm selfish, right? I want, I want all of your attention. So if you're charging too low, I know immediately whether or not you have multiple clients or not. So again, it really is how much of you are you giving in this container and this offer? What would you want to be giving in this container or offer? And if you had to or could raise the price and it was a hell yes from people, what price would you raise it to? Again, remember everyone loses when you charge too low because they get a watered down version of you. You're not excited to show up. You're tired. They're not getting the you that they that they want. And it's just everyone loses. So if you find yourself right now in a place where you're like, okay, I'm exhausted. I'm not excited to show up in this container. What price, if there was never an objection, would feel really good for me? And I want you just to play into that and see what fears come up. I'm going to guess it's the fear of what if no one buys, but that's a fear. And people, there are some people who just won't buy and that's okay. Like that's, that's the way of life, but you need to hold out for the people and stand in your power with the price point of like, what feels good for me and what do I want to show up with and for via compensation? So 
Are you pricing yourself too low? Again, you know this because of how you're showing up and how you're feeling about showing up in that container. I can tell, I, I, I joke that like pricing for me, when I see prices of entrepreneurs, it's like someone's horoscope. Like I can immediately tell where you fall and and any issues you're going to have because of, of where your pricing is. Like it's just one of my specialties. So I know where you're holding back. I know where you are over delivering and I know where you're feeling any fear or resistance when I see your pricing, just so you know. You can't fool me. So that's number one. Number two, and the second pricing mistake that I see is the pricing is diluted. It's di- it's diluted. So if you have, let's say, multiple offers in your, we call this Ascension model. So if you're a contractor or you work, you have like packages, this goes for you as well. If you're a coach and have multiple items in your Ascension model in your product suite, I can also tell. So we want to make sure that your pricing reflects the proximity, the support, and the access that you that they're getting within that container. What I often see is a, I'm going to use the example of like a group container and a one-on-one container. If your group program and your one-on-one are close in price, I am like, huh? Why? Why? Like, why would I do that? We want to ensure that there is a difference in experience, a difference in proximity, and a difference in one-on-one coaching. If you have that ascension, so let's say for a, a, a better example, a better flow to this is the higher up they go in proximity, the higher up they go in support, the more money it should be. Okay. Not necessarily they're getting more stuff, but the closer to you without distraction is the best. So here's an example. I want to walk you through the difference in experience within my Ascension model so you can understand what I'm saying. So we obviously have our passive programs that are passive. So you get none of Melanie besides the the program mastery. So whatever the subject is within my within my programs. An example is cash converting content. There is none of me. It's all program. It's all self-paced. It's all you. When you get into my group programs, like the new era of selling, like the launch lab, like the course collective, any of those programs, you are going to get a different level of support. You're going to have a community where I am in there giving feedback. I will purposefully host my group programs in a Facebook group because I want to create a different experience. My mastermind is in a Zoom room. So anything that's a closer proximity to you, my mastermind and my one and my uh, group programs are different in pricing. Okay. They're very different in pricing. I want them to feel different. I want the experience to be different because I know it's not just about price point. They're not just price shopping. They're not just choosing which container because of price. They're choosing which container because of the mastery of the subject and two, because of the proximity. That's it. So in my one-on-one, they obviously get my undivided attention and who I respond to first depends on the hierarchy in which they are in my Ascension model. So my one-on-one clients get answered first, and then it goes downward between mastermind and then any VIP options or upgrades that people do. I make sure that my experience does not dilute one another. Imagine if I had my group programs, I was over delivering AF, you had me in a Zoom room, I'm answering every question underneath the sun, the price point is very close to my mastermind, would you be motivated to want to join a mastermind if you're already getting what you'd get in a mastermind in a group program? The answer is no. 
And this is what I see too often is the the way we price ourselves is diluting everything else in our ascension. Another example, let's say my group programs and my one-on-one coaching are, or my mastermind and one-on-one coaching are so close in price, or my private Voxer and my mastermind are so close in price. What would be the point of joining a mastermind if I could just join your Voxer one-on-one, which is more work for you and it's more um, more support, more proximity, so on and so forth. So we want to make sure that we're not diluting our ascension model and diluting our pricing. Now, I don't want to confuse you, but there are tactics when it comes to pricing psychology that are important. So if you're a contractor and you have the if you have my six-figure sales system, you know what this is and you know how to do it. But in six-figure sales system, I, I talk to you about the uh, what's really fun about pricing and different ways that you can move people to choose different packages. So an example of this is, let's say you have a four, four packages within your Ascension model. So you're a contractor. Let's say you're a social media manager and you have four different options for people to join the container or, or join whichever package they need or want. What, what you can do is you can price the uh, package two and three to be, very, to be very similar in pricing. So I typically recommend having an anchor price point. I, I'll put the link for six-figure sales system in there if you want it. I have a very interactive spreadsheet that should, you just plug in numbers. It'll give you some pricing suggestions for you. It's epic. So what we want to do is we want to look at if you wanted, let's say to people, if you wanted more people to, to, to purchase your third package item and you're like one and two are great, but like, I don't, I don't really want to fill those. I'd rather have more people join three and four package three and four because they're higher in price. I'm doing more of what I love. Like it's more in depth. I just enjoy it. You'd want to price package two and package three closer together because what's, what it's going to do is the psychology of the pricing will say, well, these two are so close together. I might as well go for the higher price point because I'm getting far more for a very similar price. So there are ways to use pricing psychology to to move the buyer into a higher package, um, to suggest a higher package. But when it comes to anything else in your essential model, if you're not a contractor, if you are a, a coach, if you're a healer, if you're a therapist, what, whatever you do service-based, that's more of like a coaching or a mentorship. You definitely want to ensure that you're not diluting your ascension model because again, it, there's no, there's no movement of going from group to one-on-one. There's no, there's no, it, it, you're not encouraged to continue moving throughout your programs uh, because they're getting what they would get in a one-on-one in a group program. So we want to make sure that you're not over delivering because of the price point, because again, that's a very outdated way of looking at your pricing. The third, the third issue that I find when it comes to pricing is there being no boundaries, no boundaries when it comes to your your pricing. So what I mean by that is I will it's interesting. I find this very fascinating. I want to bring this up really quick. In like corporate America and corp in the corporate world, we'll say, and like a real job in the real world, we we understand pricing or like our salary as what we make in as like an hourly base. So we 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 get that. And we don't want to work for, let's say, $5 an hour because we know that there's like a standard that just keeps moving in society. So what I want you to consider looking at is, and we don't do this in our online business, which is very fascinating to me, but if you are still in a place where you want to understand your pricing, because it will come a time when you're me making more than a doctor and it won't make sense hourly what you're making um, and people won't understand it, but that's okay. So again, going back to what pricing feels good. Um, what I mean by that is really quickly, I stopped pricing my containers based on an hourly rate because now I just do what feels good and what I see as value. I don't go off of how much I'm making per hour anymore because what I'm making per hour doesn't make sense according to societal norms. 
and it would it just doesn't doesn't make sense. So if you are still in a place, which is okay, that you want to see how much you're making, I suggest calculating your hourly rate. I cannot tell you how many people I have met in my life where when I go and where they're like, I don't know what to price myself. And the first thing I'll ask is, well, how much are you committing to the container? Because there's, I don't really know. It's very hard for me to be like, you should charge $3,000 if you're spending 80 hours a week in the container. So what you need to do is you need to look at, if you want to follow the hourly rate paradigm, which is totally fine, totally fine. I want you to look at how much time you're spending in that container. Do a time audit. Do a time audit. There are so many people who will say to me, holy shit, I am working for $10 an hour. And, and I say, with all due respect, you could have, you were making more at your corporate job. You were making more at the target. You were making more at the gas station. Like there is no need. You started your business to do more, to make more, to attract more, to be more. Like there's no reason why you should be working for less than you were making at your corporate job. So what I would like for you to do is either change the boundaries within the container. So meaning you're not in it as much, but the pricing stays the same. Or you adjust the boundaries, they stay kind of the same, uh, you've lessened them a bit, and then you keep the price or raise the price even higher. And then recalculate your hourly rate. Again, if you have a six-figure sales system, we have this auto-populating for you. I'll again put the link in the, in the show notes for you. But we want to ensure that you have proper boundaries within your containers. Because again, what this will lead to is we will we'll say, oh my gosh, you know, $500 for it, a 12-week program sounds great until you do it. And you're like, what the hell was I doing? This is miserable. People aren't showing up for it. People aren't invested in it. It's because they don't have any skin in the game. You have no skin in the game because your pricing is too low. They have no skin in the game because the pricing was too low. You're exhausted, you're aggravated, and you're not looking forward to selling because your pricing is not aligned. Your pricing is not intentional. Your pricing is just thrown together. You just piece it together and it's it's just not working. I will energetically, I always say this too, I will get clients who will say the following. And again, I say this with love. I love you. You are beautiful. You smell nice, but I'm here to be your coach. I will get people who will say, well, I'm pricing this because I want to be affordable. And again, because we talked about pricing is all relative. Who do you think you're attracting when you want to be affordable? Just think about that for a minute. Who are you attracting in your space, into your containers when you're trying to be affordable? You're attracting people who are price shopping. You're attracting people who are looking for the cheapest rate. You're attracting people who dot, dot, dot. I will get a lot of people who do this and they'll get people who will ask them, hey, who is your coach? They want to skip you and go to where you learned your information, which I cannot stand that quite. It drives me freaking nuts when I hear when someone's asked me that. I'm like, why does it matter? <laughs> so weird. Anyway, so it's a bonus pricing mistake is pricing to be affordable. So I want you to ask yourself out of the one of the, if you're making any pricing mistakes or if you feel like your pricing isn't fully aligned, is it too low? Are you pricing to be affordable? What's the intention behind the pricing? Two, is the pricing diluting everything else in your ascension model? Is the experience different? Are you pricing with intentionality? Are you pricing yourself with confidence? Are you aligning yourself with the person who wants to pay that rate? And then the third thing is, what are your boundaries? What are you actually making per hour? Have you ever calculated that? Have you ever looked at that and said, because hmm. many times what I'll see is people will say, well, I'm working for this much an hour. And I'm like, but are you actually like, did you actually track your time? Because what you'll realize is that you spill into that container without even meaning to. 
you're checking your email more often, you're checking support more often, you're doing content audits, you're, you know, interacting privately with your, with your clients in the group, whatever that is, I want you to make sure that you're actually tracking and auditing your time to ensure that what you're doing is actually a, a, minimum wage will even say, right? Because there's no, you need to live, you need to survive, you need to thrive, and you need to be compensated for the work that you're doing in this space. I hope these pricing mistakes were helpful, gave you some insight into what you can shift, what you can move into, what you can uh, do differently when it comes to how you're pricing yourself. Because again, pricing and sales go hand in hand. I will find that if, if sales feels hard, I will ask myself, is there any energetic resistance? Am I actually looking forward to this package, to this price point, to this container? If the answer is no, is it a pricing issue? Meaning is the pricing too low for me? Maybe it's a boundary thing. The pricing actually feels good, but I just don't want to show up in this format. Okay, how can I show up differently? What are the boundaries within this container that I can change? And then is it, does this program match my Ascension model? Is it feel good? So an example of how we just shifted this in our Ascension model is we decided we wanted our group programs to be uh, higher level. We wanted them to be a bit higher in price point, nothing too significant, but higher in price point, definitely. And with that, we had to shift everything. We wanted to make sure that the, the all of the containers were elevated to that sense because we felt a shift everywhere. And remember, in a corporate environment, you get a raise every year. In the online space, especially when you're a CEO, you give yourself a raise whenever you want to. Whenever you feel like you need to, you do that. We don't have to wait a year. We don't have to wait for certain things. We get to raise the price whenever it feels good because, again, energetically, we want you to want to show up. I don't want a coach who's charging low to just charge low for the cash injection and not actually want to show up for the container. I will pay 50K pay in full for my coach because I, I love being in her – it's actually 60K. It's over 60. Oh, it's almost 70K pay in full to be in her container. I love it because I know she is showing up for me. Not meaning that she's on Voxer or in the container like 99% of the time she's awake in her day. She takes days off. She takes her time. Uh, but I know that I'm not like one of 5,000. I'm one of maybe five. And that feels really good for me. So pricing mistakes. Where do you fall? Let me know if you love this episode. Please share it. Tag me so I know that you're here. Giveaways in the show notes. The programs are in the show notes. We do have a... New secret, 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 a masterclass popping up next week. If you want the details and the early bird access, the link is in the show notes. I'm giving away no details. Any questions, send me a message on Instagram. I am here for it. Again, I love you. You smell nice. Happy March. Happy end of Q1. Let's go kick some ass. 